right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Avery. We have Connor on the right. How are we doing, boys? Doing pretty good. I'm in a void. In a void because of the Steelers? Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. I just want you guys to know, I don't know whether y'all have ever looked at it because I don't think you would, but we have been at least one play in 40 different countries. Hey, shout out Vietnam. I don't think Vietnam's on there. Well, Japan's on there. Shout out them. Uh, apparently, Belgium has the most views with like 23. I can't wait for us to become super popular in only Belgium. Maybe it's because we said we liked waffles for breakfast mm. in our breakfast podcast. Waffles. We talked about all-star breakfasts or whatever. What is your all-star breakfast? Uh, bacon, scrambled eggs, grits, toast, and a waffle. Just just waffle regular like, waffle? Waffle like syrup. I don't like too much sugar. Maybe strawberries. Mm. What's your what's your go-to breakfast? You can have any breakfast you want. Where are we going? At a restaurant? Yeah. Um, you got to say Waffle House has to be on that list. Oh, for sure. Well, well, only the, the All-Star Special, if man. You, if you don't know what Waffle House is, it is the only restaurant I know that you can walk into completely bloody, look like you got out of a car crash, murdered, homicide scene, sit down, and they're going to go, may I take your order? We don't even judge people here. Yeah, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You look like you murdered eight people. Welcome to Waffle House. Yeah, for real. I'm going with now that that's my that's my like. So I'm going if I'm going for a specific kind of meal, I want egg scramble with cheese. Okay. I want bacon, obviously, and definitely. I mean, I'm always down for a good waffle. Um, I to me, waffles and pancakes are kind of same for I me. I gotta have a thick waffle, a, a Belgian, a, a thick waffle, a Belgian waffle, a James Charles waffle. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we oh. have a Belgian waffle that nice. that are thick enough that it, like it has like a reservoir of syrup in every bite. How do we feel about French toast? French toast slaps elite. I love French toast sticks. It's easy. Not to make. the biggest fan of just regular French toast. French toast sticks is one of the low key, like one of my favorite breakfasts as a kid. Because mm. your mom would sometimes buy the box, mm. and you were like, "Those things slap." I'll be honest. When I was younger, and I used to cook food, I was like, "Why, why cook it in the stove? Why can't you just microwave it?" Then I microwave it as an adult, and then I stove. I cook it with the stove. And I'm like, "The stove is a million times better than the microwave. Why would any heathen out there ever use a microwave besides for like a 90 second meal?" Dude, I was a camp counselor, and we had French uh, French toast sticks day, and boy. I would specifically skimp some of the campers just so I could have more French toast. <laughs> Respect. Hey, boy. As your a boy would camp counselor? Hey, yes. y- your boy would put down about 20, 25. I wasn't a good camp counselor. Were we all camp counselors? I let my I let my campers bully each other. Like, one kid was oh, in the shower, and it kept pouring baby powder on him, and I just let him. because What type of camp funny. were you at? It was church camp. Oh, I was I was, I was I was at a church camp, too. I was at a YMCA. So, a church camp. Yeah, dog. We, uh, we let, I let my uh, my kids pour baby powder on a kid. Who's how how long were y'all camp counselors? I was camp counselor for two and a half years. Two and a half years. That was... Oh, well, I mean, one year for a week. It was like I only went for one, the one year. Whatever, yeah. I, w- I was there for... Two and a half. I butchered Two and a half that. years for me. I was a camp counselor and an after-school counselor. I just wanted to be on it was rec not staff. That. I just wanted to be in charge of all the games. I didn't want to be a counselor. Mm. Someone backed out. I got thrown in there. Boy, and I hated hey. it. These little kids are watching porn in the in the cabin when they could have their phone. If at any night. if anybody's at listening, camp. 
Good night. If anybody's listening <laughs> from Radius Camps, boy, hey, we had we had specific colors for different teams, and I was a blue leader. And boy, hey, we, dude, came we in, used we, to be lit. We came in last in every game. So I actually got <laughs> screwed. I was like a camp counselor for like elementary school kids. So like, I had a kid with diabetes who almost died because he forgot to take his insulin. I had the one kid I was getting bullied. I ain't ever letting you near my children. No, I got thrown into the bad room. There's a reason why the counselor left and didn't want to do it. Sorry. But what I was saying was is I got screwed one time because literally we were supposed to win. So it literally was like a a trophy that like whoever win got to sign the shield or sign the trophy or whatever it was. Well, I had already won two in a row. And I... This was an eight week, like this was eight weeks. So we would go from all across the United States of like, we would have a camp in Charlotte. We would have a camp in Chicago. We would have a camp in Florida. We would have a camp in Nashville, all these kind of places. Well, I had won the past two weeks and I was going to win for a third week. And then literally every staff member got on the opposing team. And so they would beat me. And dude, I was, and this was like back before I knew how to like, not be as competitive and bro i was so pissed off one time we were having like dude so sort this true story we were playing dodgeball and it was like a, a i sp- love dodgeball dude i love dodgeball i broke too. a kid's nose oh my gosh i'm not kidding we, we cannot not a good let counselor. him we cannot let him around any kids at our school um but okay it was, that's it was just gonna sound bad it was it was like square dodgeball there were four different quadrants and my two, so I, I was in one quadrant, and we made a team that the the left two quadrants were going to go against the right two quadrants. Well, then the camp counselor's, or the like camp director's wife threw a dodgeball at me, and it hit me, and I was out. And, bro, when I tell you that I started screaming, I started screaming at this girl, so much so that I got kicked off of being blue team leader for a week. Bro, it was bad. <laughs> It was bad, but... Well, speaking of getting kicked off teams, transition. To what? Harden got kicked off the red team onto the black team. Oh, oh, I... I didn't know. I, I wrong, didn't know where... Wrong moment. Was. I didn't know the order we we're going in. Uh, we were going to go I'm football sorry first, for but butchering. No, we'll, we'll do football first. No, we'll go ahead. I mean, since you already talked about... Foot, I mean, since you already talked James about... James Harden's NBA, going to the Nets. There's James, a reason but, he's the transition And so guy. the reason why James Harden's going to the Nets, um, last night... Pretty much James Harden says, I love this city. I love what it, I've done pretty much everything that I can do for Houston, but the relationship between me and the, me and the Rockets pretty much can't be fixed. And then today it comes out that James Harden is in a blockbuster four-team trade, um, and James Harden is sent to the Nets. The Nets are going to get uh, James Harden and a second-round pick, um, whereas the Rockets are going to get Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, uh, Rodians Corrux. Don't know if Ooh. I said that right. Rodians Corrux, uh, four first-round picks and four pick swaps. Um, the Cavs are also in this as well. The Cavs get Jared Allen and Tar. Tarian Prince. Tarian Prince. Um, and then Pacers finally get Karis Levert and a second round pick. So, out of all the, and I'll kind of go through them again, but who do you feel like were the winners and the losers of, the, of this trade? So, I'm going to go, I'm going to just briefly kind of re summarize it one more time. Um, the Nets get James Harden and a second round pick. The Rockets get Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, 
Rodians, Currux, uh, four first-round picks, four pick swaps. Um, the Cavs get Jared Allen and Tarian Prince, and then the Pacers get Karius Levert, Houston, Karius Levert, and uh, second-round pick. So you got you're saying Houston Houston's won. the winner. Who do you feel like is the big loser in all this? The Nets. You you think that the yeah. Nets? I think they just got dumped off a diva player who's very good, but like you said earlier about their contracts being up in the year. Their contracts are up in the year. You got rid of your young core. So if you don't win now, what do you do? Yeah. You literally just traded four first-round picks and all your role players. Yeah. And I I do think that um, – see, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think that, yes, the Rockets are probably the biggest winner, but I think that the Cavs also got Jared Allen, which Andre Drummond's still there. So, like, they Whoa. have two good defensive big men. Um, but Jared Allen, the fro – I think that if he's able to kind of blossom into kind of the young star, I could honestly see him kind of becoming I, the next Bam who kind of shows up out of nowhere. I saw that the Cavs are already trying to move Jared Allen again for like a, a guard or something from either Charlotte yeah, or Yeah, that, that makes sense because they don't really need another big man. Well, I mean, because they have JaVale and Andre Drummond, I guess. But The rumor is already Malik Monk in like a second round for Jared Allen. That would – That'd be dope, actually. That's what that I saw would be by dope. on NBA Twitter. So. Dude, that that would be good because, honestly, Malik Monk's kind of just taking up space. A second-round pick in the NBA. In the NFL, second-round pick actually means something. But in the NBA, unless you have that, like, keen eye for one person who's going to be a breakout star, more than likely you're not going to get anybody of use for a second-round pick. I'd love for them to have Jared Allen. Dude, for real. Yeah, and I think that Cody good. Zeller isn't your big he, man. He's a role player. He's center. a role player, but he's definitely not your – like, he is not your starting center of the future, well, where I think Jared man. Allen is. If you want my opinion on the trade, this is going to be unpopular. If Brooklyn can put it together, they are the winners of this trade. Only because this. They are getting, even when he was overweight, still unenthusiastic, overweight. still unenthusiastic. <laughs> that dude dropped forty points. No one, he, I don't care. He is thick. And, and so, if you want to think about it, yeah, look at o- OKC. Yeah, the Houston organization. They built a dynasty, but it was around James Harden. Wasn't anyone else in that that universe that was playing? Yeah. CP3 and Russell Dwight, Westbrook came back. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard left. But if you think about it, who led that team every year? James Harden. No, you're, James Harden. you're, you're right. So if the, Nets, if the Nets can put it together, because we got to talk about Kyrie and his, and his issues antics. going on, antics. If Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden can learn to live together and shoot the ball, I don't know, maybe the Milwaukee Bucks defense – could potentially slow them yeah. down. I don't care how many big men you have. You ain't stopping the – that is three points. If James Harden can drop 40, Kyrie's casually dropping 30 with his issues, and Kevin Durant can drop 30 whenever he wants, that's 100, 100 points, points. Yeah. Per, the, for three players. No, and, and but I do will – it will it work, though? That's my issue. Because if – I'll put it I'll put it in writing right now. So the three ISO if, players. If Brooklyn, if Brooklyn does not make it to the playoffs this year, bust – if they make it to the playoffs this year, they're definitely yeah, making, they're the making a playoff. If they're definitely making a playoffs. If they're, it, if they're playoffs. making it to the playoffs, they don't at least get to the second or, or you know final I think, round. I think the lowest they're going to go is conference championship. I see them kind of. I mean, they are selling their soul right now. Three out of their top seven scores are now on different teams. Carrie Silvert, uh, 
Tarine Prince, Tarian Prince, and Jared Allen. The Pacers really didn't lose anything by losing Oladipo because because Oladipo wasn't that and guy. Lavert puts up the same stats. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, if I'm and a Nets bigger. fan, yes, J- James James Harden is probably one of the best shooters we've ever seen, and. Kevin Durant is probably one of the best shooters or scorers we've ever seen. But I, I'm with you, Avery. I think that it's going to be tough for Kyrie, like- who is kind of an ISO player. I think KD can kind of be more off-ball a little bit. But Kyrie, James Harden, and Kyrie and James Harden is probably one of some of the best ISO players, and that's going to be something I that if like they can get it, get it together, they're going to be good. Out of them three, KD's like the only one that's not toxic. Yeah, yeah. Well, KD wanted Kyrie. Yeah, and but the thing is, is that I mean, we can kind of transition it to, to a now. Kyrie, it seems like he's not wanting to play. Like Kyrie, kind of to update our listeners for those who, of you don't who don't kind of pay attention. Um, Kyrie is missing games. He's missing practices. He's not telling his coaches why he's missing these. He's just texting his teammates and it's just and it's just like hey i'm not going to be at the game tonight i'm not coming and they he was they have, caught at a party without a mask on yeah which they is breaking the covid protocols which is a Kyrie. big no-no yeah yeah Kyrie, yeah oh he was caught gosh, and dude. then for one of the games he was missing now i will commend him Why for this he always doing some stupid stuff because dude. because he's an artist and everyone else are whatever he said um my my thing is he off, artist he off the court is a great individual he's very adamant about Improving the, the his community around him. He's big on Black Lives Matter. He's big on public activism. And I think for one of the, I guess not at parties though. One of the games, one of the games <laughs> he missed. He was in a Zoom call with a with the potential DA for New York. So I think he's trying to get help her get elected. But people are like, no, is he trying to be a politician or an NBA player? That's the thing. Well, is that's that a, my, my. You're my, on. You're on a contract. My. Go ahead. So I was going to say my big issue with this is the shut up and dribble debacle that happened with players speaking out, I think is a travesty. That is something that if they want to actively talk about the politics in their community, they should. But what Kyrie's doing with not telling management and not explaining what he's yeah, doing, it's like burning think, every bridge. I think that's going a step too far. Like Kyrie wants to talk about Black Lives Matter and wants to protest what's going on. By all means, you have the right to do it. But the Nets hedged their future on uh-huh. bringing you and KD in, and then hedged it again with getting James Harden, who is now a diva player. So, if they, this does not work for the Nets, and that's in the Knicks, the Knicks, the mean, Knicks he, can take them all because I mean, the Knicks the, will somehow ruin it. Same thing kind of happened to the Celtics, bro. Like the Celtics. Well, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie said that it was sc- LeBron's fault. That on the Celtics, it was someone else's fault. Like now, he, he's slowly becoming like a really dislikable player. I think. I, th- I think he is has I think been. Shannon Sharp calls him a uh, Conry. Yeah. For Kanye West and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. <laughs> Conrie. Um, Shannon Sharp, you want to be on our podcast? Hey, shout out Shannon. I don't um, know if we can handle his personality. Bro, Shannon Sharp. He'd probably wild. yell at me once and I'd cry. I, bro, for real. Don't hey, punch me. Shannon yet. Sharp's he's like 50-something and is still like jacked. Dude, he'll, they'll go to a side shot of him and I'm like, that dude could that dude could murder in a punch. Listen, he's one of the best tight ends ever and the dude oh, still's yeah. like jacked and like, I would... I would probably just get his autograph, let him talk the whole time, and then let him leave, and then, like, cry. Because, like, I love watching him, like, talk. His voice is, oh, man. And the way that he, like, and I think that Shannon Sharp, one thing about him is, like, he's so charismatic. Of, like, Skip! Skip! (laughs) I tell you what, Skip. (laughs) 
got that old Louisiana Mississippi accent. But I, I I agree with you of Kyrie like and yes, Kyrie can do stuff that we cannot do by any means because he's because he's also like what casually drops thirty points a game whenever he wants. Yeah, and for sure. But it's one of those things where like this was a as scrub, a person, you know. if you're like if I know if I no call no show to my job, I'm gonna get fired. And like. Like and I know oh, that yeah. he's taking, especially as teachers, we're yeah. like you are like like. I mean, you have shift work. You're supposed to be there at a fast food restaurant. There's people to kind of cover, but at a school, it's like we are now in a situation where kids aren't going to have a teacher. You got to pull teachers from places. And it's a nightmare. Every job's like that. There's not a job I can think of where it's like you just don't have to show up because you. I can't just text you and go. I'm going to be late. Like you're gonna be like message the boss. Like, yeah. don't message me. And and if you show up like one or two times, but if you fully like, I'm no call, no game. show. Like whole day, you don't tell anybody where you are. You're, you're gonna get fired. And so I, I think that I mean Stephen A said it today of like, you're Kyrie fired. needs to retire. Um, and I, at first I was like, that is a bold statement. Um, I also but, like Stephen A. Stephen A, a and Stephen A, my favorite. Stephen A will keep it real. But I think that one thing that Stephen A kind of latched onto is blasphemous. Um, but I think one thing that Stephen A kind of said is like, if you're going to miss games, if you're going to miss game checks, if you're going to do what you said, Avery, of like be more of a politician than a basketball player. And I do think that. Then that, just retire and do that. Yeah. And, and if that's what and you want to do. I, I do agree with you, Connor, of like that whole shut up and dribble thing is kind of blasphemous. And it's like an issue in itself. Yeah, we're not saying don't do that. We're but, saying. But uh, if you're. Yeah, if no, you're I, not playing I, basketball. All, all I'm saying is is that yeah. all I wanted to say was I think that this is a clear – because I've seen people say this is the same thing as shut up and dribble. And I say no. No, because he is the one – he's not explaining what's going on. So, for example, Dalvin Cook, his father died during before that game. Yeah. And he told his – he told the community. He told his team. He told everyone. No one can get mad at that man for missing a game. That is something you need to be there for. But if he just didn't show up, yes, that is a traumatic event, and I think people would understand. But if you do this three, four, five, six times without saying anything, people are going to go, yeah, you're a great asset, but, bro, like, you brought, you, Steve, like, like you brought Steve Nash in, and you already said to him, we don't need a coach. So like, Who said that, Kyrie? I think Kyrie said that about Steve. He's, he's, he's like, we don't really need dick. a coach. We're that good. But, like, they brought Steve Nash in. All this other stuff, and it's like, dude, this team is giving you the support. Put Steve Nash in a point. Yeah, Steve well, Nash probably could. I don't know. He he's looking. <laughs> well, while we're talking about basketball, I want to kind of get your kind of take on the Hornets because Lamelo Ball is the youngest player to ever record a triple. I'm going to buy Lamelo Ball jersey in NBA history. I am a Hornets fan, um, and I'm proud of him. They are looking like they finally are drafting well, and their young core is growing. Yeah, we've yeah. drafted one time. Well. Uh, I say with Miles and Graham, PJ. Miles and P- yeah, and, and to be I, honest, Gordon Howard. Sorry, <laughs> Gordon Howard a good and Terry Rozier, they've been going off, which they, is a sentiment sentence I don't think I'd ever succeed. say. Succeed. No, I, I I think you said Gordon Howard. By the way, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward um, my fault. Gor- Gordon Hayward. It is looking like he is kind of what y'all paid for. I mean, maybe that's it, what he needed to be on a team where he's not expected to be. The guy, yeah, be a complimentary yeah. guy that can do more than other complimentary. No, and I, and I agree. And so I think Gordon, I think Gordon Hayward did well. I, I I think that Terry Rozier, 
Terry, scary Terry is kind of wild because like some days he like season opener 40. he scores forty and then other days he just doesn't show up. And Devontae Graham he had some early struggles in the year. He's kind of coming through a little bit. Um, but I think that I mean you're right. They, I, they have team. a very young core. Who honestly the oldest person on that team is other Bismack. than uh, other well Bismack other but Cody. like uh. Like your young core is going to be around for a little while, yeah. So, so you, if you're a Hornets fan, you should feel very good about where we're at. Like after seeing the thing about them trading Malik Monk for and a pick for like Jared Allen, that just excites me because then they have a real center and they'd have a really solid team. Yeah, and I I would compare it. I mean, I said it before on the podcast, but I would kind of compare it to the Magic. I mean, the Magic, very young team, very young core, um, kind of the. Kings a little bit as well. Got some votes. Um, but, but yeah, I, my, I, th- I think that it would be good. My only thoughts is after watching the Hornets for a long time is it's going to be sweet now. I got to see what they do later. Yeah. Because the Hornets have a tendency of High hopes. we play just good enough to not get good draft picks. They're in and then we overpay for contracts. Now, Gordon here has performed well enough where I say man's earned his money so far. If he can keep off the injury bug and he plays well and we, let's say, make a run this year and we eventually make it to the playoffs, we actually win a game in the playoffs after, you know, freaking Kemba drops, you know, how many points or he dropped and still lost. And win a series. Yeah, at least Bro, win a if series. If they win a series, that's going to be, be huge. be the first since 91. Yeah, nine, like, that'd be huge. I think. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, because, you know, we had a really great team back then, but we overpaid our good players and we blew up the team and so... Yes. Do I think Lamelo's a good centerpiece? I'll pay him whatever he wants to He's stay here. He's just gonna get better and better. better. Too. So I'm hoping that we say to ourselves, we got some talent. Let's still draft high next year. We win some games, and we start to build the team, and you can solidify a core. Then maybe you make a big splash in free agency with a big name talent, and then that's like adds you over to the. I'm top just glad they didn't compete. get Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like just ruin what they have. I, I think that. For me, the NBA is wild because so much of it is left up to sheer chance of, like, the Hornets were supposed to have, like, the 10th or 11th draft pick last year. You talking about, like, the lottery? Yeah, the lottery and stuff like that. And the the fact that you got, like, three. The fact that, like, the Hornets, which were... The fact that we got LaMelo. I mean, yes, but even you look at, like, Anthony Davis. Like, the the Bobcats literally had the worst record in NBA history and literally... Got didn't the get the pick. first pick. Like, they got the second pick, which the drop-off from Anthony Davis to, to Michael Kill Gil, Michael K. Gilchrist, Gilchrist is wild. It's um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, while we're still talking about basketball, i got one more thing that I want to kind of talk to you about, and that is COVID. Um, COVID's been a huge thing over the past couple weeks. Um, you've seen four games that have been canceled because of the COVID outbreak, um, and you need eight players. I mean, they have what? 13 on on a roster, 12 on a roster, something like that. 12 12 or 13, but you need eight players to play in a game. Um, And four complete games have been canceled because of it. Um, The Mavs and Pelicans, the Celtics and Bulls, and a couple more about last week or two weeks ago. Um, But I think it sucks. Do you think that? Do you think that the seasons that? At Jeopardy at all. I don't, unless no, it gets really bad. But be- the NBA is really easy to reschedule. Because, I'll say this, though. They have the vaccine. This is going to sound crazy, but I wouldn't put it past the NBA billionaires. 
there are people who need the vaccine more than the healthiest men on the planet who can run up and down a field faster and not before I die. I would not be surprised if this gets into jeopardy. They won't just cancel like for a month and just say, we're going to basically vaccinate every player. Because if you vaccinate every player, you've kind of eliminated the issue. But I think that brings up a big, those vaccinations could be used for other people. And also, I think that'd be a good sign for people to say like, hey, the vaccine is safe. Because the NBA is like, you know, Black Lives Matter. They petitioned. So every NBA player came out and was like, I'm taking this vaccine to protect my fellow Americans and everyone else in the world. That's a powerful statement I think the NBA could use to, like, bolster itself up. It would be a bad look if they got it before, like, people who need it. But like I said, the billionaires up top understand that money comes first, and I guarantee you they got enough connections. How many basketball players do you think are there total? 13 on every team. 32, so we're probably looking about about 300, 400 players. They'd get those vaccines in about a day if they wanted to. Same thing, maybe not the NFL might have a hard time, but I could definitely see the – if this the is NFL getting bad enough, the NBA 2, would the yeah, NBA would pay Pfizer directly to make an extra 300 batch and be like, I give it to the players. Well, you'd have to get the staff and everything too. Yeah, no, It'll for sure. You the, could... staff, the staff would be there, but like if the players are immune, staff can go – listen, like look, we're going to look at the Browns, for example – Players are but players. That, but that's the thing is that you said if the if the players are immune, the staff can go. But it's like, well, if the staff can get every like if the staff can get other staff members sick and that poses, I think it's an all or nothing thing. But while I, I don't want mean to cut you off, but just for the sake of time, going from one Houston star to another, I want to hear kind of what your take is on Deshaun Watson um, with the Texans. There's a lot of talks of he felt like he was disrespected by not having DeAndre Hopkins, kind of knowing about that. He was told that he would kind of be involved in the hiring of the GM, which we, he was not. Um, and so now he's kind of – coaching process. Yeah, and so he's been re- he's refused to kind of talk to the team, kind of talk to GMs and coaches and staff and stuff like that. So what do you think is going to happen Desha- with this whole Deshaun situation? If Deshaun Watson somehow goes on the trade market. Everyone's going to want him. Biggest, it, it, there's maybe five teams, Green Bay, Chiefs, Buffalo. That's not going to That's just not going to take oh, yeah. Seahawks. Yeah, they wouldn't. And then maybe, heck, even Tampa Bay can go. Uh, once Brady goes, we have Deshaun. Like, there's maybe four and Lamar, and then maybe Baker and the Browns. But even then, that's Deshaun Watson right yeah, there. I would trade Baker for Deshaun. No, I, I think that I trade my whole team for Deshaun. I think it's going to be a bidding war. Except for teams. Um, I think. I think the big ones that, to look out for, I think that the Bears are going to sell the kitchen sink for him um, if they can because Mitch, as we saw from that playoff game, is not the answer. Dumpster juice. Um, dumpster juice. Nick Foles isn't the answer well, either. Well, do you think he wants to go to a team that passed on him? I, I, I don't think he'll care. He'd want to go nah, to a team yeah. that he knows. Like Literally, Mitch and the coaching staff are literally just wasting the whole Bears team. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that he's going to try – I think Deshaun wants to try to win now. Um, and so I think that he's going to want to go to a contender. And so I hate to say it, but I don't think the Panthers are going to be that. And I so, don't think the Panthers should – I know the we, Steelers are rumor if Ben retires if Steelers 49ers 49ers are my choice if if the 49ers get him I would love that so much but I I, you're you are right there's probably only about five to ten that are dead set like these this is our guy 
Um, and for the rest, 20 of the teams. And I he was goes to the Patriots. That would be wild. They still I, don't have receivers. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, but, but I guess it doesn't matter. I think that it is numbers. one of those things where it's going to be – I was telling Connor today, I think it's going to turn into probably one of the biggest bidding wars that we've ever seen. Because that what's going to happen is is that, like, I was telling I was telling Connor, like, the Panthers are going to offer two first rounds and two second rounds. And then the Texans are like, okay, we hear that. Um, Steelers, the Panthers offers us two uh, – First rounds and two second rounds. What are you going to offer us? Two first rounds. Two first round. Two first rounds. Two second rounds. Joe Hayden. The kitchen sink. Joe Hayden. Get Big Ben for free. For yeah. free. Yeah, for free. Are, for free. Um, Forty-one and, million. And then the, then literally the forty-nine. And it's going to be like a bidding war. And the Texans are going to be on the right side. The of Texans it. are going to want defense. I think the Texans are going to want something. The Texans because they don't have cap or they don't. Not only do they not have twenty cap, million over cap, but they also don't have draft picks, and, and so they're going to try to replenish their draft picks off one guy. And their draft pick was the third overall to pick. Miami. Yeah, that's another thing I want to say uh, with this whole thing. Deshaun going to Miami. Miami's trying to turn their back on Tua after a year. Like he was like Josh Rosen or something. No, but well, don't get me wrong. If I and I, I said this on last week's podcast, but if I'm going with Justin Fields or Tua, I'm going with Justin Fields. Also, love Tua to death. I did see something because we're gonna talk about Alabama beating Ohio State. Name me one prominent Alabama quarterback that you know that came out of that Nick Saban system that performed well. AJ McCarron. Name me one. Jalen Hurts? Question mark. Jalen Hurts might be like one of the only ones. Name me one. No, and I I agree with you. No, for sure. But I, I but that's because Alabama has never been known They're for their quarterbacks. You look at name me one, <laughs> name me one Alabama running back. I can tell you four off the top of my head. Like, bro, there have been four Alabama running back Heisman winners. Like that, like that in itself is wild. But no, I get what you're saying. Like Alabama quarterbacks are, you don't see them much in the NFL. You might see them AJ McCarron. Um, good backups. Yeah, some good backups. But that that's kind of where they stop. But no, I agree with you. But even then, look at this. You're in charge of a position. You go, hi, I'm your first round draft pick. You already have the third overall pick again. Mm-hmm. You can get Deshaun. They're not going to get. I, I don't that, think that's another get rumor of Miami flirting with trading that Tua in the third for Deshaun. The Texans. I don't know. Tua in the third would not get Deshaun. But the problem I, is the Texans also understand that Deshaun could just round, it's the third Deshaun pick could just. I know, but oh. so I'm gonna let y'all finish what I was gonna say. No, I, go ahead. Deshaun could hold out. Like Deshaun, I apparently heard something saying that when they traded DeAndre Hopkins, he was at a two out of ten mad level. He's at a ten out of ten now. Yeah, they Dude, totally ruined. Like if Deshaun says I'm not playing, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go to you and go. Your player's not even playing for you. I'll give you two first round picks. Uh, yeah. Um, I that know it's gonna lower the value. I'm not gonna trade you because. Same thing with with you know with yeah, Anthony he, he Anthony could, Davis was upset. That's what you're saying. He could from the Pelicans. Traded. You can't get yourself, and he can force his way out because he could just go cut it's me. A, but it's, I think, and it's a shame though. Like, why are you going to do that to your star player who could have been your franchise for like 10, yeah. 12 years? Because yeah. they hired terrible people. Yeah, 
and also, the, that organization is run kind of bad. Yeah, you know? and the fact that he was literally didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, literally had a Will Fuller who got suspended halfway through the year, had Brandon Cooks, had David Johnson, like, and he still finished number one in passing yards. Like that is well, a testament to Deshaun Watson. If if he gets out, they need to get JJ out. Yeah, yeah. JJ no, doesn't for deserve sure. it either. So real quick, Alabama beat the brakes off Oklahoma. How are we feeling about Justin Fields now, bro? Deion, it's not his fault. I, I don't. I don't think Big Ten defenses can handle SEC offense. Not only that, but when you lose Sherman, or Sherman like they did, they're running back. It, it, yeah, they're the running back who literally when Clemson. Like, when they beat Clemson, he had, like, 220 yards or something like that. And when you lose him first play and your number one guy that – your number one rusher in that game is Justin Fields, like, you're going to be in bad shape. And especially with Devontae Smith, who – Devontae or Deontay? Devontae. Devontae. That Um, dude's something else. I mean, when you have Devontae Smith, who literally in the first half alone had 12 receptions, 250 yards, and three touchdowns by halftime, like, (laughs) there's not really much you can do. I mean, literally, like, yes, and and I I think that Matt Jones is great, and I think that Najee Harris is great, but he when won you, the Heisman. yeah, like he he won a Heisman for what, a reason. What position he's what what numbers you going in the draft? Do you think after that performance? Top five, top ten. Whoever needs a receiver, they'll get him first. Uh, it's kind of still up in the air. Even though Jamar Chase didn't really do much this year, he set the SEC single-season record for touchdowns last year. Um, and so that kind of speaks to like who he is as a player. And so I think that Jamar Chase is going either – he's either going to be top four and Devontae Smith is going to go somewhere in top ten or it's going to be the flipped other I mean, way around. If Miami doesn't trade that third pick, they could they – could use another receiver. They could use they another could, receiver. They could link in with Tua. I mean, Devon, yeah, Devontae Parker, and I don't even know the second and Devontae receiver. Devontae Smith, and then it's like, I don't even know who they have. Devontae Smith would be good for the And Tua Dolphins. used to throw to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think I think that me. it's going to be good. Um, Ohio State, Put it, was, it was kind of sad because I wanted more of a competitive game. But Alabama, when you have – and I, I was telling somebody this. When you have three – people that are in the top five for Heisman voting. You ain't like, going to lose. You're, you're, you might lose, but the only way you're going to lose is to lose in a shootout. Yeah. And when you like when you have Najee Harris, Mac Jones, and Devontae Smith, or, yeah, Devontae uh, Smith, you're you're going to put up 49 like they did. I just last don't year, think Big Ten can compete with Last year, LSU versus this year's Alabama. That's a good, that's a good comparison, but honestly – I heard that the I, people on. people have said that the LSU probably overall better team, but the Alabama offense yeah. was insane. No. I don't know. That'd be wild. I think that let's let's break it down. So I'm going with Joe Burrow is better than Mac Jones for sure. Yeah. I'm going with Clyde Edwards Hilaire is better than Najee Harris or yeah Najee Harris. Yeah. 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 I think it's Najee. No, I don't know. Najee. We don't have to pronounce names right. Um, Devonte Smith is better than. Oh, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. I think Devontae Harris single-handedly is better than every wide receiver singularly, but you look at that whole receiving core, like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you even have t- at tight end, you have uh, uh, Zach Moss, which is uh, – or Randy Moss is on. I can't Thaddeus remember. Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss, that's his name. Um, but I think personally – 
I know that I just said that they had probably one of the best. And honestly, LSU and Alabama this year, probably the best offenses we've seen in the last 50 years. But I'm going to go with LSU. It has the edge over this year's Alabama. I LSU because they got a better quarterback. I don't really watch college yeah. football like that. Yeah. Yo, Nick Saban, best coach of all time for college? For sure. I mean, he has seven championships. He yeah, actually – For college. I mean – For college, yeah. I'm going to – if we're putting in – we, we can talk about this at the end if you want, but if I'm putting a Mount Rushmore for coaches, I'm putting Nick Saban on there. Yeah. And honestly, I'm probably, if we're going coaches of all time, any sport, he might be up there with like, I, I actually might put Nick Saban number one. Of any sport? Well, of the, any sport. The only reason why I give him the credit is because... Like basketball coaches. But here's the thing is that... He does this every year with a whole different roster of kids each year. That's true. But also, my other thing is I think that sometimes it's harder for other colleges because you're going to Alabama. Once you start winning, you can get constant recruits, which is why I thought the Ohio State University, which is how they like to say, might have been able to beat to them. trademark the... Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Which but, is dumb. I think that, yes, Alabama, because they have the reputation, is always going to have a good recruiting class. But the only way that they get that is by setting up a reputation of always being a contender, always being go- going to a national championship, if not winning a national championship. So I think that it's going to be good. But while we're talking about while we're talking about football, we've got to talk about playoffs. The wild card. All right, so save us for last. I was, but. Wild card. Wild card. So last Super week we started off card. we started off with the Buffalo Bills beating the Colts. 27 um, 27-24. So what do we feel about this? Or do we feel that sh- I mean the Colts are a good team, don't get me wrong, and I don't think they should have been a seven seat. But if I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, and yes you won, but by three is there cause for concern? Should you be concerned? Or are you like, I we won a game, we can do it I, all? My only concern for them is, I think the Colts got into the red zone nine times. Into like the red zone. Yeah, the they did. Yards. And then they had drops and then poor yeah. play calls. So if the Buffalo Bills want to beat this, if they want to beat the Ravens. They better clean it up. They better clean it up. Because they're not the best against the run. And Lamar Jackson, what casually dropped, what a forty-five-yard touchdown run. Yeah, he like had, if you he don't had more stop him, yards than Derrick Henry. You don't stop him, you're not gonna win. Yeah, and I, don't get me wrong. And Avery, I'll let you do yeah. say your piece, but I think that the big thing, and I've said this from the jump, Josh Allen, MVP candidate, Stephon Diggs, we've seen what he can do, but if they can get that rush game going, then I think that they can win the Super Bowl. But if, if your leading rusher is Josh Allen with 54 yards, you have a problem. And, yes, you have Singletary, and, yes, you have Moss and all these kind of other guys. But, it's not Lamar like, Jackson. you need a rushing game because what we saw with the Titans, and we'll talk about them in a second, when you know what's coming, you can take it away. But when you're dynamic and not only could you beat them passing, but you can beat them running too, like, honestly, if you take away the cheap – like. I was telling, uh, I was telling, I think I was telling you, like, if you take away for the Packers, if you take away the passing game, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are going to run all over you. Yeah. If you take away the running game, Aaron Rodgers is going to pick you apart. Saint, Saints, to me, are the same way. But right now, with the Buffalo Bills, yes, they have probably one of the best passing offenses in the league, but they do not have the rushing to go up against a 
very dangerous right now Ravens team. They if, do not have an offense to go against a Chiefs team. If they can get into if 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 the Bills, I think only the Bills are beating the the Ravens. You got to beat the britches out of them early. You need to get a lot of points. Very so if, no, they, it, if they hit Stephon Diggs, they get two early touchdowns. They're up by fourteen because the Ravens are mostly that methodical they run you down, run you down. But if you can just slow the game clock down, where you force them to go, I gotta throw deep, I gotta throw, and you can pray that prevent, like we saw against the against the Steelers, and, and you can score the some Titans points last year. Yeah, then you can you can do it to them. I agree with all your points. I was just gonna say about this game is. Uh, they should be concerned because they only won by three, but it's still playoff football, and every team's supposed also, to be the super Colts good. Also, are like, if you throw any other quarterback in there and maybe a better wide receiver, they would have won. Like, if you put Justin Herbert in with the Colts, I don't know. I don't know. He's See, a rookie. I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of people, a lot of people have been pooping on Phil Rivers, and I don't think that Phil Rivers is a great quarterback by any means. But I don't think Phil Rivers is the reason why they lost. It was play calling. I think it was play calling also, too. I think I saw it was like they got in the red zone nine times and had like 450 yards and they lost. Yeah, I watched. That's the unheard game. of. I watched the first half. They were in the red zone like three times in the first quarter, and each drive stalled out because of drops, either Phil underthrowing or like a sack. Yeah, it's it's insane. So next game we got to talk about is the second game was the Rams beating the Seahawks thirty to twenty. Um, I kind of what are it. your thoughts? <laughs> you you did call it um, to me and and actually Avery, I'll let you go first. I'll just say uh, I think Pete Carroll and company are very comfortable with their team and think Russell has to do it all. And when he can't do it all, they're not going to win. And it's very just take away his number one receiver. Let Tyler Lockett. They did. They did what Belichick did to the Steelers for years. Take away AB, make your second guy perform. If he doesn't, you don't win. Jalen Ramsey shut down Metcalf. Then the Rams yeah. defense just ate. That's what happened. Sean McVay's a better coach than Pete Carroll. Awesome. Sean McVay, that's a smart man. To stink and have Jared Goff as your starting quarterback and win playoff games with a broken okay. thumb, Jared Goff. You know what too. I mean? No, and I and I agree with you. I think that I think that Pete Carroll at the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season, Russell Wilson was that guy who, like Patrick Mahomes, like Aaron Rodgers, put the team on his back and carried them to wins. He's done this for three years straight, I, and but yeah. Peter's out at the end. I think Pete Carroll and Mike Tomlin are like in the same boat right now. Yeah, the fan bases are super frustrated. They're super great coaches, but they are underachieving way too much. With to what me, they have. to me, it's the college or the pro equivalent of Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, um, I mean Jim Harbaugh always is in the hunt for like bowl games but never can win the big one but to me i think that it shows to me it's a bigger disappointment for the seahawks mm-hmm. than a good win. home game too yeah and and yes home game is like wild because like there really wasn't fans so yeah. it kind of takes away that factor True, but, but i think that the rams yes i think that sean McVay is a great coach um and i think that honestly what jared goff did like i think he was nine for nine oh he was nine for 19 i thought that said nine for nine he only played like the second half because the, the backup who was starting got his neck broke or something. Yeah. Football. You don't have to worry <laughs> about injuries. I mean, my thing is this. The year that Seattle absolutely dominated Denver Broncos. They had a legendary defense. Legion of Boom, and they ran the ball. In that other Super Bowl against the Patriots, you have probably one of the greatest goal line backs to ever exist. Yeah. And you throw the ball and Russell gets picked. 
And I think the big issue is Russell Wilson is one of the best players of all one of the best players, not of all time, but right now and, and for our future and, and for oh, the he's past, a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Sure. But I think teams just eventually go, We figured you out, Russ. You play great in the beginning and maybe you don't alternate because they couldn't Seattle couldn't get that run game going. Yeah. yeah and well, when you like it's I hard said, against their D line, man. And and if he's getting eaten alive, DK Metcalf's not getting enough time to get who, open who, and then you shut everything down. Who do the Rams play next week? Uh they play the the Rams play the Packers. They're going to get demolished by the Packers. I've said it here first, but we'll talk about that I don't that think it'll be a blowout, but we'll talk about it later. All right. Um, third game, we have the Buccaneers versus the Washington football hey, team. Tyler Heineke, dog. See, Stud. to me, so this is my take Good on this. Good backup, not a starter. I think that the offense did exactly what we thought the offense was going to do. Mike Evans having over 100 yards. You have Leonard Fournette, who honestly, when he got cut by the Jags and like – he did. He came in and had over 100. Uh, it was 93 yards or something like that. Tom Brady looked good. But I, if you don't get that defense together, and the defense last year was a great defense. But I, I'm not saying that Ty, Tyler Heineke, he he performed well he and had a hell of a performance. Crazy throws, bro. But, I mean, and I could eat my words, and he could be the next coming of Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, <laughs> yeah. But I don't like – when tw- when he puts twenty three up on you and you don't have Alex Smith, you don't have uh, Kyle Kyle Anderson is Kyle Allen. Kyle, no, Kyle, yeah, maybe Kyle. Al- maybe Kyle. Al- I the, can't for the football team. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, Allen. I was just making sure. Um, and Dwayne Hoskins, and yeah, he's a free agent, but whatever. But I think that the offense of the Buccaneers showed up and showed up in a big way, and they have the talent to go head-to-head with the Saints, which is going to be next week. But I don't think that the defense is going to hold up against the the freight train, which is the Saints' offense, and I think that the Saints' defense can hold up a little bit better than the Washington football team did. But I think the Washington football team had a great defense. But what y'all think? Yeah, uh, I think the backup stunned, and one of the reasons he probably popped off is because they had no film on him. Yeah. And they had nothing to lose. They were, what, 7 and 9? Who? The football team. Football team. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So like, Also a little bit of, it's the football team from the NFC least. Why do we really need to practice? And then Ron Rivera's like, I got this defense in shape. Y'all better be ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they might have uh, looked past him a little bit. I think everybody – um. Wrote them off, and they had a little something to prove, a little grittiness to them, and they put up a good fight for yeah. for what it's worth. So, also, we, we got to talk about the first game, which was on Sunday, which was the uh, Baltimore Ravens beating the uh, Tennessee Titans. Revenge. Um, they shouldn't have been standing on that logo. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson um, joining Colin Kaepernick for the only player to have over 150 passing yards and, and over 100 uh, rushing, rushing yards. yards. Um he had 136 rushing yards. Um, I think the biggest problem was, yes, Lamar Jackson was doing great, but when – I think that they just – and, yes, Derrick Henry is a cowbell back. But when – I, I feel like line. I feel like he was just tired. I mean, when you go 2,000 yards in a season and your week 17 is you go 250 yards with two to three touchdowns, uh, you're going to be tired. And I feel like that's what happened. Not only was Derrick Henry tired, but 
when that offense relies so much on Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry, like we saw with Russell West or Russell Wilson, like when he doesn't show up and he only has 40 yards, Ryan Tannehill is not going to put you in games. See, I'll, I'll say this. I think the Ravens game plan for him by stacking a line and was trying to force the Titans to throw and the Titans just were like, screw it. We're going to run it and hope it works. Which is the scary part. The reason why I'm scared for the Ravens a little bit is because they only scored 20 points. And the Titans' the, defense is, like, the worst. And the Bills, their passing attack ain't the same. And if they get down and they got to run, and if the Bills can slow down, you know, it, it is one of those interesting matchups I think will be interesting to watch. No, for sure. The Titans can never get off the field on third down. Yeah. And they literally just let them run the clock out on them yeah. the whole time and try to play hero ball, and it didn't work this time. Yep. So, second to last game, we got the Saints beating the uh, Chicago Bears. Yeah, expected. 20, Bear down needs to move on. 21-9. I agree with you. I think Mitch needs to be gone. Um, I think that, honestly, the Saints were kind of toying around with them. Um, Just trying I, things out. I, I think that you have Alvin Kamara. It was on who, a Nickelodeon game. Yeah. The they were having fun. Zone. That was the worst thing I ever watched. I, I didn't see it. But I watched part of it. I was like, "This is miserable." They were like, they were explaining it for kids, but like, and I think SpongeBob was like holographically put inside the, in the field, field goal. goal. Yeah, that's wild. But I think Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara actually showed up as a running back, which we honestly haven't. Wait a minute, we don't pay you to run. Yeah, it, we, we see we've seen him so much as a receiving back that it's wild to see him as a running back. Michael Thomas, I mean, Michael Thomas, he, he caught his first touchdown pass and sent in like oh, a year. Um, and so if you honestly. On a slant. If Sucks you, if you drafted yeah. him. If you let Michael Thomas get back healthy, watch out because the Saints will be coming. Um, and, yes, Drew Brees wasn't the Drew Brees of old. Still but accurate. I don't. Yeah, he's still accurate. Is this Drew Brees' last rodeo? Probably. Yes, yes. I And, honestly, Adam, if you're listening, Adam would tell you that it should be the last rodeo. It's because, like, at this point, if he doesn't move on, it's a detriment to the team. Because, like, next year – he hasn't played nearly as good as he did last year, but next year I can I see that thing continuing to decline. Um, but who knows? Last game, the Browns. We're four, just gonna let you speak. Browns forty-eight, Steelers thirty-seven. Kudos to the Browns. You got your first playoff. The Browns are the Browns. Twenty years. Don't say that. I don't want to have to explain that whole thing. But um, basically, uh, twenty-eight wanna, in the first wanna, quarter. Yeah, we spotted them twenty-eight. Basically everything that's been happening to us with our like issues all happened at one in one game in one quarter. Turnovers, not being able to run, and forcing your 38-year-old quarterback to throw 60 times and set an NFL record for completions in a single game. And then our defense decided to be uh, a bunch of ghosts. Literally the worst literally everything that could happen happened. You couldn't get pressures, you couldn't stop the run. You couldn't throw because it was – or you couldn't run because it was already too late. It was a whole mess. That's yeah. that's really all it was. It was a disaster. Um, I don't really know what else to say. No, other I, than- I, I agree with you. I think that the the Browns definitely showed up, but I think that it was more the Steelers giving it's, it away. It's embarrassing, anything. bro. You had a team that didn't practice, didn't have a head coach, and you're supposed to – you know, the standard is the standard, and then you and they had an entire replacement again. line pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they, they lost majority of their own line. Yeah, we didn't even get a QB pressure against backups. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't really – stunned. Do you think that it was just because they were on the field so often? Who? Like the defense. They were just tired. They weren't really on the field that much. They just had short fields. Because we turned the ball yeah, over. Yeah, they got scored on because there was twenty yards for them to go. Yeah, you know, 
you know, other than like one drive where we punted on fourth and one. There's a lot of questions. All I know is, as usual, they were fire um, Randy. He's gone. His contract is up. If they bring him back, then I'll be pissed. I think right now it's trending that they will try to bring everybody back as much as possible. Do you think th- we're going to see Tomlin fired? No, no, I think he'll finish no. his contract, and if they want to rebuild, if he wants to stay for a rebuild, then he will. I don't think the Roonies will ever turn back because, I mean, Bill Cowher had some losing seasons. Yeah. So did Chuck Knoll. Um, the Roonies won't do that. I think they'll bring, bring Ben back for one more ride, get us a running back and some O-line in the draft, try and have our offense be balanced and bring back as much of the defense as possible. Because, honestly – the only reason I feel Ben committed so many term- turnovers is because we had to throw so much because they didn't trust our yeah, running when you, game. Yeah, when you have to throw it like 67 times, bro, it's like – You're not Joe Burrow, wild. dog. And other yeah. than like out of the four interceptions, two of them weren't his fault. One was batted, one was dropped. So yeah. I'm not blaming him for all those turnovers. I still think he's playing at a really good level for his age. No, I feel you. But if, if his contract becomes a detriment – and he won't retire, and that's what they decided to do, then they just got to force him to. And it'll be sad, but no, I'll be okay. No, for sure. No, I get that. <clears throat> so, we talked about wild card weekend. Now we're going to the divisional round. But Cleveland's going to get clapped. So, we, we can start <laughs> well, with that that's one. What so, we, that's what we said before, and they didn't. So, so the Browns versus Chiefs, we're, we're going. Chiefs by 50. Right, right now, the Chiefs are 10-point <laughs> favorites. It should be more. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I don't think it's going to be as. I don't know who on the Chief Browns defense is going to stop them. No, and I agree, but Miles Garrett's a beast. Yeah. And so, like, Miles Garrett, if you can. I'm talking for- DBs. No, and I agree, well, but if you can force. If you can force Patrick Mahomes and take away those big plays, you might have a game on your hands. So I'm going. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win, but if we're doing the lock of the week of, like, spreads, I think that the Browns are going to cover the spread and lose by. Seven, three, nine, whatever it I'll is. Be, I'll be choosing the Chiefs, and I feel the same because my, my fear is this. We've seen Patrick Mahomes go too deep into the pocket, and then he gets to throw that the ball true. away. In the last and five weeks, they looked rough. Yeah, so we'll see. And listen, I guarantee you the Steelers came to that Browns game going, we haven't lost to this or this whack team in 17 games. We're about to yeah. beat the brakes off them, and they go, yeah. we are down 28. Start the game with a snap over the head. Yeah. So <laughs> down 28 in four minutes. This yeah. is football. Anything can happen. So, sticking with the AFC, we have Jeez. the Ravens versus the uh, I'm going Ravens. Ravens versus the Bills. I'm going Bills. I'm going Ravens. I think I like the Bills a lot, but I just I think this might be Baltimore's. I, I, just have, a, I have a gut feeling. I think I'm going to go with the Ravens too. Um, and the biggest reason why is because I think that the Ravens have the ability to have a dynamic offense where I, think I feel like the defense, Bills do not. I think their defense can handle Josh Allen. I think he takes a lot of stupid risks still. Yeah. And you don't play around with Marcus Peters. No, for real. Because he's crazy. He no, plays, he yeah, plays and, I, and I agree with you, and I think that if the Bills can get the running game going, I think that it's theirs to lose. But if they can't get the running game going, we saw it with the Colts, and yes, the Colts have an amazing defense, and we saw that for the majority of the season this year. But Baltimore and Buffalo is going to go one of two ways. Shootout, slugfest. Yeah, yeah. No close game, just running and defensive stops nonstop or a shootout. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And it, I think that that's going to be the funnest game to watch personally. Um, so we also have Rams versus Packers. I'm going with Packers kill them. I think um, Packers. I don't think it's going to be a kill. I think it's going to be Packers by a touchdown or a field goal. No, I I, I think that the Packers <clears> – <throat> I personally think if Aaron that Donald's Russell, playing – 
I think that the Seahawks lost that game. I don't think the Rams really showed me enough to say that yeah. they're a contender. Whereas the Packers, you have, and like I said just a little bit ago, if Aaron Jones, if you take away the pass, you got Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. If you take away the run, you have all these other guys. You have Devontae. I'm just Devontae really Adams high on like their that. defense and Sean McVay. I think I don't want the Packers to get comfortable and do what the Steelers do and look them over yeah. and then end up scrambling to try to win. No, for sure. I think the Rams will make it close, but, like, Packers will pull away at the end. Packers. No, I feel you. So, last one. This is going to be the Sunday night game. Um, Buccaneers versus Saints. I want to go Saints, but whenever you play a team three times. As you saw. You, uh, yeah. Well, we lost the second one, but. But whenever you play a team three times. It's it's hard to win three against the same team. And I think the Saints will try and do what they did the last two times and win. And I feel like the Bucs will stun them. Yeah. I think the Bucs are going to win. So you're going Bucs. Okay. I I think that the Saints are going to win just because, yes, the Washington football team has has great players and stuff like that. Um, But I think that the Saints have the offense that the Washington football team did not. Mm -hmm. Um, While I also think that their defense is not – they're not scrubs either. Um, And so I I think the Saints are going to win. It's a Um, toss-up pretty much. But I'm going to It is a toss-up, and I think that the same way in which you think that it could be a shootout for the the, uh, Ravens-Bills game, I could see it being a shootout for the Bucs. It would be crazy to see Breeze and Brady – Shoot just it out on the History Channel. Just yeah, yeah, I saw that. tossing it out. But no. So what? What do you think about this last one, Bucks Saints? I'm gonna go Tampa Bay because if there's one person you can't count out in yep. the National Football League, it's Brady. And I think that Bruce Arians was studying the Saints this entire year. He knew this was gonna come down to it. So we'll see what happens. So yep. no, that's fair. No, and I agree with you. Thanks for never not you can, dancing on my grave. Yeah. You can never count out Tom Brady. So, last segment, we are doing a draft. We are going to do current NFL players, um, and this is if they're entirely healthy. Okay. Um, so, Saquon, Dak, all of the people who either tore ACLs, tore ankles, something like that, um, they are eligible as well. So, we are going to go ahead. Would anybody like – so, what we're doing, one quarterback – Two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, and one flex player. So that assuming can be, everyone's healthy. Assuming everyone's healthy, so that that flex player can be another tight end. That could be a uh, running back, wide receiver, whatever you want. So does anybody have a sp- particular interest in draft order? Mm-hmm. I don't want first pick. I'll That's go, the only one that I don't want. I'll take first. Okay. All right. Do you want second or third? I'll go second. All right. Third sounds good to me. All right, Connor, you are on the clock. DeAndre Hopkins. D with the first pick. Is a snake draft? Yep. All right, Christian McCaffrey. C Mac. I'm going Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Nope. 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 Yep. Patrick Mahomes. And the guy who got twelve two thousand yards, Derrick right. Henry. All right. So do I have back-to-back now? Yep. All right, then I'll go Alvin Kamara. No, you don't have back-to-back. You're the second pick, so oh. it goes you, Connor, Connor, you. Okay, Alvin Kamara. Oh. Alvin. Okay, all right. I'm going Stephon Diggs. All right, and then you get one more. 
Now my quarterback. This is PPR. <laughs> I'll go running this back is- instead. I'll go Saquon. When he's All healthy, right. he's... Yep, back to you. So, what, I got two running backs? You have two running backs, yes. Michael Thomas. All right. I'm going with... Um, I was drawing a blank. Yeah, I'm going with DK. That's good. And I'm going with Dalvin Cook. So right now, just so you ha- everybody knows where they're at, um, I have Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and DK Metcalf. Connor, you have Saquon, D Hop, Stephon Diggs, and Avery. You have C Mac, Calvin, Kamara, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas. Okay. So Avery, you have the next pick. Julio Jones. Julio. Okay. Connor. My whole team's NFC South right now, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, you know what? Even though Travis Kelsey got those yards, you know what? Give me Travis Kelsey. That dude. That dude's a monster. Okay. And for my flex, give me George Kittle. What a psycho! That's not fair. It's very smart okay. though. Uh. Josh Allen. Have I chosen a quarterback yet? No. That's fine. Oh, it's my turn, yeah. isn't it? Um, I'm going with Darren Waller. That was wild. <laughs> this place is haunted. Uh, probably a draft from a door. Melissa about to get murdered by a psychopath living in one of your roommates' rooms. Probably uh, my fam. I'm going with uh, Aaron Jones. As my flex. Do I have another receiver? Uh, you a... right now are missing a tight end and a flex. Uh, wait, what? A tight end? And tight a end and a flex, yes. In the, yes, those are your last two. Dang, y'all took all the tight ends. Sorry, dog. Uh, Tyler Higby. No. Hunter Henry. Jared Cook. Evan Ingram. No. Bro, just come back. I was a psychopath that took the two best ones, you 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 fool. Nobody's going to pick a tight end. Give me me Hawkinson. Hawkinson? If people know fantasy, he's been a really good fantasy tight end. I don't care how good of a fantasy tight end. Is he going to beat Travis Kelsey and George Kittle on the sides? All right, your last two picks are uh, quarterback and running back. Give me Nick Chubb. That man was a monster when healthy. That dude ran all over the Steelers. And for my quarterback, I think with such a high-powered offense, you need a gunslinger. Give me A-Rod. I was like, if Aaron Rodgers is not on this list. That dude, I'm telling you something right now. I feel confident about my team right now. I don't care what defense you have. You're not stopping that offense. For my flex, Steve Largent. I'm just kidding. Bro, he's going to be the coach of my (laughs) team. You write that down there. (laughs) A flex. Adam Thielen. Mm. My team's kind of boo-boo. My last is a wide receiver. Um, and so I have to go... Devontae. You can always do DJ Moore. Devontae, Devontae Robbie Anderson. Adams. Devon, 
Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's he was his. He's no. not off the board yet, is he? No. You're welcome. Oh, thank the Lord. I thought that when you said D Hop, I thought in my mind you said Devontae Adams. I greatly appreciate that because yeah, I don't know if I would have got that. My pro- my own probably would have been Justin Jefferson just because you said Adam Thielen. Um, all right, so our teams, this is going to be on our Instagram. I'm going to try to keep my undefeated streak alive. We are going to do do defense next week. Defense is always going to be a little bit harder. We already did defense. defense. Not for modern Not for modern day. We did all time. Oh, all time. And then we'll have to do best team overall. Yeah, so uh, best team overall. Like, like a whole thing? Like we'll like put like one? put them both together? Offense, defense, offense, defense, Are we going to redraft? Defense. Yeah, because maybe someone might like your offense better, but I have a better oh, defense. that's hard. That's going to be tough. All right, so we got in my team Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Aaron Jones. Connor, you have Aaron Rodgers, Saquon, Nick Chubb, D-Hop, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, and George Kittle. Both of those were good picks, actually. I was like, let me take the two best tight ends off the board. Um, Avery, you have Josh Allen, C-Mac, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, TJ Hawkinson, and then Adam Thielen. Um, I think that if you would have done Michael Thomas and Julio Jones last year, it would have been a little bit better, but because it's 2020, Uh, it's tough. I don't know. I drew, I draw a blank when I'm not looking. No, at it. and I I feel you. I it's tough. But boys, I think that it's been a good episode. Do we have any other parting comments for the listeners? Good. For our millions and millions of listeners. Uh, be safe. Yeah. I hope 2020, 2020 ends, and yeah. 2020 part two is not this year. Yep. It's Tell already me. been wild. 2021. Let's when, hope for a better year. Hallelujah. When the new president comes in, all this crap will probably get over with. Who said there's a new president coming in? We will ride. Well, no, we, no. Saw, we saw that last. Uh, the House Representative said today. All right, y'all have a great day. Have a good one. Deshaun, Wild card. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson to the 49ers.